Your show's rubbish. Okay, and relax and try get in the right headspace. Should we just go? Oh. Should we just go from here? I'm happy with that, mate. I'm happy with that. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the D Trout Spinners with Miles Pennell and Gary Forestale. How's um, it going, man? I'm not Spanish. I'm not Spanish. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, man. I went to buy my drinks, as I always do, as is part of the routine of this sh- uh, recording. And I got whistled at by a homeless gentleman. Have you ever been whistled right. at by a homeless gentleman? I was just rolling a little I cigarette think... and I was walking. And he just looked at me and I was like, oh God, and you know when your eyes just meet and you're like, oh fuck, he's going to ask for something. So just carried on walking, had my earphones in as fast as I could. (laughs) I kind of am though, it's the worst thing. But then he went, and I was like, I was like, oh my God, just keep walking, just keep walking. He could have been doing it to anyone, you know. No, he, no, 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 no. He wanted something. And like, how are you feeling about giving money? Because you're not meant to, are you, with COVID? There's this new variant that's knocking around. Oh, don't talk to me about a new variant, mate. Just, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's come out of Botswana. Not come out, but I'm not blaming Botswana. But it sounds like you are. I saw it, for some reason, it was in Botswana. I don't know how it got there. Little but... Botswana fella. And that's not blaming Boss One, by the way. Don't want letters. <laughs> Actually, we do want letters. We want something. <laughs> something would be nice. It's Thanksgiving for all of our US listeners as well today. Oh, okay. oh yes. Happy Thanksgiving. What's this Thanksgiving might be going out all Thanksgiving. about? It's, it's saying thanks for the ship that came over, that the people, enough people survived. And then it was winter as well, and they survived at uh, that point. So today or around the end of November is Thanksgiving. Giving thanks for the first Pilgrim Fathers to... Uh, not die in the winter thank literally thanking them for staying alive thanking god you know yeah because that's what they're like those crazy americans yeah wouldn't make sense would it to celebrate it here well no we'd, we'd celebrate the opposite we'd celebrate if they died because <laughs> we were we, we were at war with them at the time no we wouldn't really of course yeah we, we it's american celebration that's very specific to america it's not worldwide it's like when we do guy fawkes night they don't know what that's all about you know, they don't, they don't celebrate Guy Fawkes. Guys. I don't really know British what that's all thing. about either, though. You know, it's a part plot to blow up Parliament. You know that much. Is that why you celebrate? That's all I know. Well, yeah, the fact that Guy it Fawkes. didn't happen. Yeah, the fact that you got We're caught. celebrating all these things that didn't happen. So the people didn't yeah. die. House yeah. Parliament weren't blown up. Oh, that's interesting. Well, go on, yeah. take that to another stage. What else do we celebrate <laughs> that didn't happen? Get us in touch with us, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and it's also another holiday today. Black Friday. That's a, that's oh, a thing, God. isn't it? <laughs> Oh, I hate that. Why, hate why that. do you hate, hate it? all that? Because all shopping and stuff, and it takes longer to get delivered, and I'm a miserable person. <laughs> Those reasons, basically. You're you're so such an Amazon buyer, aren't you? You're a serial I am. Amazon I love Amazon. Guy. Yeah, I am. Again, we've got so many boxes here, you wouldn't believe. I'm keeping them in case I get a cat. <laughs> Is they that love right? Boxes. Yeah, I am quite boxes. tempted. They've just opened up an Amazon fresh store in, in Islington. I'm quite uh, fascinated by just... I just want to go in and try it out, because it's like... It's all robotic, isn't it? You get like a trolley and um, the trolley's got sensors around the edge of it. And when you drop the product into it, it recognises what that product is and how much it costs, effectively totting up your value. So the idea is you go around, collect your purchases. If you're going to tot up. (laughs) If you're going to start totting up. (laughs) 
yeah. <laughs> and then as you leave, you can just beep because it's got like a card scan apparently on the trolley. I haven't been, but that's what I've I saw reports. What, what product? I mean, it can't be if, unless it's really big. Like Argos has that big, huge back with loads of stuff. Yeah, You've got a guy right. It must be like a, I guess a, a Wix or a, a you know, I think you know, it's one of those. I, I think stores. there's certain products that probably don't fit in it. In which case, I'm sure they've got a more traditional way of purchasing it. But it's more like you know, it's just set fast. of bathroom be... taps. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't traditionally go to Amazon Fresh. You'd go there to buy your courgettes and your, your cucumbers, no, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, yeah, I don't yeah. do I don't do Black Friday either. I just um, do you remember there was that video from a couple of years ago when they got all the press and <laughs> everyone to go to this Curry's or some sort of store? <laughs> they were expecting a crowds and crowds of people to. Have. It was just one bloke with a rucksack just walks through the oh, automatic no. doors. Yeah, that's good. He's he's got it right. He's gone to the place where no one else is. But, but I would. Yeah, but he got there up at like seven. He still got up at like so, yeah. seven o'clock in the morning to go. Oh, I need some Bluetooth headphones. He, camp, he camped out there. Camped out <laughs> like J.K. Rowling. View. But how but, desperate um, are you to get money off like for something like that? It's not even that like, good. Not, like the discounts bullshit. aren't good. It's, it's bullshit because what they do is they raise their price sort of six months in advance in a time where period where they wouldn't sell much anyway, so it doesn't hurt them too much. And because they've raised the price for a certain length of time they're legally allowed to then say that it's a discount so they put it back down to what the prices were or just ah. a tiny bit under and then they can say oh look 20% discount 25% discount whereas actually it's no discount at all on their normal price they just raised the price to then put it down to say that it looks like you've got 20% off it's oh they're sneaky they aren't they and they don't yeah, pay those, tax oh yeah all right yeah political Anyway, less of that politics. We know, we know what happens when we get politics. Know what happens when we get that. Insipid Reddit. US politics, as one reviewer said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's one of our best reviews. Yeah, it's good. The detrustment is a retrospective of the Ricky Gervais show on XFM broadcast between 2002 to 2005. The anniversary is just... Yeah, all right. Uh, the anniversary has just passed. Right. So that's good. We've yeah. got our festive show on the way next week we're going to be well we have going to have a week off because we need to plan for this live show which is happening on the 12th of december get it in your diaries now 12th december 1 30 to 3 p.m at the cock tavern in hackney yeah yeah you're really gonna be there as well if you <laughs> yeah. i don't know i'm not sure if i'm coming yet so imagine if you oh, did have to do it on your own <laughs> like, oh, god. oh my apart. god so Oh no! I've booked a hotel for about yeah. five hundred quid. Nice hotel before five hundred yeah, quid. No, no, two hundred quid. Travel oh, lodge right. or something. One of those. Yeah, Lenny Henry one. So uh, this <laughs> week we're reviewing episode seven, I believe, of series three. Is that right? Episode six. Oh, episode six. Have you listened to the right one? Yeah, I think. No, I think. Is it the one okay, where great. they talk about Donna Air? Something, yeah, which is one of my favorite. That's good. Okay, this week we discuss series three, episode six, 6th of December 2003. Mobile discos of Carl and Steve, a program called Body Snatchers, was on during the week about parasites in the animal kingdom. Man with ear problem accidentally has testicles removed. Half man, half biscuit. Elephant Polo, Nelson's Letters, Ricky, Good Neighbor, Bad Friend, Art, Lowry versus Dwarf in a Box, Dog That Does Nazi Salute. German women. I'll put a link to the original show into the notes, and then when you're ready, you can join us for a little uh, debrief and our review. 
Well, uh, but right. thanks very much. That's that's the end of the show. We've, that we've pretty come, much to, is come, the show. To, that's an hour. We've come to end. Um, <laughs> see you next week. No, it was um, that was quite a big introduction, mate. I didn't think it was going to be that everything. long. Copied and pasted that from Pilkopedia. Thank you very much. We'll have our initial thoughts now. We'll do. You know the the, the order of ceremonies now. It's going to be uh, favorite quotes. Then we've got a little bit of extra from the community. Going to be short, brief, because we do want to sort of uh, plug this live event as much as we possibly can. Because <laughs> yeah. we've got loads of, we would do the planning. We had a chat about plan to plan it, and there's lots of audience participation. The main thing about audience participation is you need an audience to participate. So we need yeah, please, the audience. <laughs> Yeah. Well, what, what's it called if you just maybe host participation? Just the two hosts would do together <laughs> on our own. Yeah, my initial thoughts is it's, it's all right, this show. It's got a couple of good moments in it, but there were some periods where I was just kind of, you know, where you've lived in listening for about 10 minutes, 10 minutes have passed, and you can't kind of even remember what you've just yeah. heard. Like, this has a couple of those bits. I did go back and re-listen because I'm doing it professionally, apparently. But, yeah, it's good. There's Don Air chat, as I say. I like um, Richard and Judy chats, all right. Pirate Radio is interesting. It's interesting always interesting hearing stories about Carl getting into radio I can so imagine those days they're not like funny stories for the show but I just like hearing them favourite quotes is, I've, got, I've got plenty but again none of them were like oh that's a killer that's mm. really good you know they're all good I don't know what yeah. did you think initially overall I was I was a little bit bored I have to say this doesn't really hang well together to me it just feels like each each little story or each moment you could have pushed it more to be funny it just it felt very it just felt like a very nothing episode it did feel like a bit of filler they're always still amusing to listen to but there are bits of it that i don't like like the whole opening as you say it takes so long for it to warm up and it doesn't really feel like it warms up anyway and then they start talking about the body snatches and the parasites and i just switch off at that point because it's just too i'm a bit screamish anyway and hearing about cathartic holes in your head in your head nose and stuff and pulling hairs and squeezing spots and stuff it really just sends shivers down my spine but last week they did stuff about parasites and it was really funny like no I didn't say that didn't say that like and it's a funny like that that bit was funny. but that was but better because yeah, it was much better that's what i'm saying it was just um a bit dull and it, the bit about sticklebacks they repeat that almost exactly on the podcast about mm. sticklebacks getting flea in heron. Because on the podcast, Carl says something like, oh, he was like, he thinks the flea is a, that they're going to flee or something. There's some confusion there, but they repeat that exactly. So it's like, I always forget that it's actually in the XFM shows as well, but that's a kind of take what you've already done. And it's not that good. He's just teaching Carl stuff. And there's so many missed opportunities in this show where it could have been funnier with just a line here or there. The doctor's thing, you know, removing the man's testicle, that's kind of, that's quite interesting. I quite like that bit. That bit as a whole is not that. I mean, it's like horrible to kind of imagine. Again, the fact it turns out that Carl's right. The fact it turns out that Carl's right actually kind of ruins it a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if Steve should have even read that out. And he wasn't right anyway. I don't know why they don't make a point of this. A vasectomy is not taking your testicles and penis off. You know, it's just tying up the tubes. But um, cars prove right like that. It kind of, it ruins it a little bit. It happens the same with Donna Rare, doesn't it? Because Ricky... He does often say, that's libelous. That's libelous. Yeah. He, he said that so many times. And uh, yeah, he has proved wrong again with the Donna Air, who was being left with a gorilla. 
which may I just say, I don't is, believe it. It I is think, true. The story. No way should she let a gorilla carry the baby off, though. <laughs> that was in Pedro's other brilliance. I just still, whatever you show me as evidence for that, unless it's a photo, I won't believe it. But I do believe that they got the story saying it is true. I quite like the Donnerette bit. It's quite funny. Like who was Donnerette, by the way? Remind listeners who she was. Geordie, uh, jo- uh, that's from Newcastle, presenter of sort of kids shows, like level, like top of the pop ski kind of thing, Saturday morning. Like the sort of thing Anton Deck did. She was that sort of presenter. I think she right. also worked on Big Breakfast a little bit. Yeah, she did. Shows like that, catalogue sort of shows. In the original BBC article from the one that Steve re- uh, read out, there is a little bit more. The multi-millionaire millionaire has said her other two daughters clary 11 and tansy 14 has have also been introduced to the gorillas at the zoo in the same way both he and miss air approve of the plan do not believe their daughter will be in danger yeah so it's they said it's a ritual i'll probably give her to the dominant female who will take her off and introduce her to the others but you could get a babysitter yeah Ricky's, yeah, it's just only like 10, 10 quid an hour you pay the babysitter, you know. But Ricky's right, like, it could roll over on it or something. Like, it, why put that danger? Like, Ricky Ricky explains that well, because you're not saying that they're aggressive necessarily. They don't have to, they could just sit on it by mistake. You know, they don't know. He's right, but it's I do like hard to... It's one of the highlights of my of the episode for me. Have you ever done any babysitting? It's usually one of those things that no. you do when you're quite younger to earn money, isn't it? Yeah, but you have to be 16 usually for them to let you to do it. No, yeah. I don't think. No, I haven't. I had a, I had a date Did you once. do it? Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a child you're babysitting? Is this going to be some... <laughs> Don't say that on it. I was dating this... Oh, I'm not dating this girl. I was seeing this girl once. I saw her once. <laughs> seeing. No I saw her seeing. in the street. And yeah. she said, um, oh, do you want to go for... Do you want to have a date? I was all right. I'm well, babysitting for my friend. And, and you can you can come around and babysit with me. I was like, this is a bit scream, just... isn't it? This is a bit early scene of a horror movie, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit, or it's a bit like she's she's kind of put like putting half in the weight she's gonna have to take by looking after. Well, this must be weird because she's getting all the money. Well, she didn't actually get paid. We got they gave us a bottle of wine and some money for a takeaway, so I was pretty happy about that. But uh, it's quite weird. Why didn't you see her again? She did come around. She called around a couple of times after that, but it was one of the more unusual dates that I've been on. Partly because you you got to be responsible, haven't you? And it's a bit it's weird inviting someone back to your parents' house anyway. But when it's someone else's parents with someone else's kid, and yeah, let's be honest, you're gonna want to have a bit of um, yeah, be, you know, fun yeah. times on the on the sofa. But that's yeah, just you've, you've never had fun it? times on the sofa with a <laughs> woman dating. I know, even, even in bed, I've heard <laughs> even in bed, say, you don't get. Just lie there all night crying. <laughs> no, I always wanted to jump on the um the the babysitting and enterprise because it just seemed like a very legit business, doesn't it? You know, most of the time you do yeah, get those freebies. Spend time on yourself watching telly. It's the easiest money. Well, it's not easy. I shouldn't say that. No, but if it's you're an au pair or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, well, Louise would be responsible. Yeah, Louise Woodford. <laughs> well, that's a sham, though. She's not Wooders. She she wasn't guilty. But then, do you know what I mean? That can happen. And then, actually, it's not anything to do with you, but you get blamed. You know, so I will stay away from it, mate. I won't be going into the into it. You haven't <laughs> into the trade. Into you the won't trade. be going into the world of work for at least another five years, anyway. No, probably could just keep doing other PhDs after this one. Probably. <laughs> you will as well. I know what you're like. <laughs> if I got funding for it, I would. And 15 grand a year comes in handy. There was, um, um, there was also, I was going to say, just during that Donner Air, just to wrap it up, Carl does say, um, why would you um, 
leave your baby with a no ricky says why would you leave your baby with a gorilla then carl quick as a flash just says did did me no arm that, and no that, one picks up on it yeah you you that's exactly exactly what i was just i wasn't I was sorry because of the genre heads. no 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 it's totally fine it's a lost line because i yeah. actually i i heard i had heard it for this but i didn't hear that i didn't pick up on that the first few times i listened to this episode it's only just sneaks in it's lost yeah. from the audience and i think <laughs> it's lost certainly got lost on the show it would have been it had it kind of been registered by ricky it would have been a huge laugh like it would have been a real point but yeah did me not it's a lost line I, I don't know if listeners will have even heard that. Some might not have. Yeah, you have to kind of be listening quite intently to pick up that. It's a shame because that would have gone down well. You just know how well that would have gone down with Rick. To me, that that sort of sharp, witty response reminds me of, um, well, get me in the book then. It's that sort of similar, similar thing. There's another line that I feel like no one's going to pick up on this line. I just want to get it out there now because I loved it so much. And it's just yeah. the way Ricky says a specific word. I think, the you, I think I know what you're going to say. Oh, but Do God, you? you, you okay. Yeah, I might. Well, let's have a go. So this is during the monkey news at the end. Uh, <laughs> Ricky says, no, Carl says, right. Uh, so this was back in the 1980s, right? And <laughs> Ricky, so that's quite topical then. When did this happen then? 1980s, Carl. Rick, Carl goes, yeah. And the Ricky goes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you it's love those. Yeah, yeah. That's how he answers just, the phone every time. It's so I've searched, I've searched like 1980s, yeah, XFM, Ricky Gervais, <laughs> trying to find that line. I'm fucking ages because I just want to. It's so sad because I just want to cycle through to that bitch that, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. so quick. Imagine <laughs> someone had clipped just that out, like just, and you'd found that from Google. Terms, but people you know? do make sort of strange edits, don't they, of these shows together. Just And that's what's great. Everyone's got their favourite moments. And, you know, I do sometimes just scout the, the YouTube comments and there are, there are lines in this that I really find painfully unfunny can i can oh. i say a line that's not unfunny but i just get confused by each time he says it like we've already know about what this is but when he's talking about the richard and judy i'm not saying this is supposed to be funny either, but he sort of says i think he says i'll be washing the tortoise next week like, washing it yeah but he says it as if there's some prior knowledge that's anything <laughs> to do with tortoise. he hasn't mentioned the thing like it doesn't make what is that? Can you explain that to me? Does he say, is there something I should have picked up on? Like 20 I don't know. I don't know the context. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get the context of it. It's just, it's a funny thing to say, I suppose, like washing a tortoise. Why would you do that? And but He's then not it's saying it sort... to be funny. Like he's he's not saying it was to be random and funny. He's just me. I think like, he kind a of is though. Earnestly. No, I don't think he is. The way he sort of says it, I don't think he's saying it to be funny. It just says, I'm wishing towards next week. Like he says it in how he usually speaks when he's just saying, yeah. speaking normally. So, But that is exactly how those those sort of tea time shows do collate those features. Like you sit with the one show, just weird shit. Like why the Japanese like the Cotswolds? Yeah, So-and-so was, investigates. And- I, I did see one Richard and Judy, which I remember, which was no replies to me. He said, why are so many famous people from Watford? So <laughs> How I, many I'm famous people They didn't ask me. I don't know. There was like, there's some Spice Girls are from Watford, Elton John. Really? I don't what know. About, I didn't read the feature, but I was like, oh, God, oh, yeah, that's great. Some famous yeah. people to come from Ipswich. Obviously, Ed Sheeran. He he loves the Suffolk. Stephen um, Wright. Judy Dench. She Stephen went to Ipswich Wright. School. 
Stephen Wright, the, the the prostitute murderer. Who else? Richard Ayoade, he went to Ipswich schools. They So I think they discount the fact they didn't live in Ipswich. They just went to a posh school in Ipswich, the one posh school in Ipswich that probably has crazy <laughs> fees to enter. Oh, OK. Why is there this posh school in Ipswich? Do, do they well, not, why don't you work them, on, they? like, having working electricity and things like that? <laughs> yeah. Rather than the they have school. it generators and all that yeah yeah okay we'll get we I can, do, I can do a feature on that i've never been one for those um tea time shows like uh to me the idea of sitting down and watching countdown is the most dullest way of spending 45 minutes i can't even yeah. imagine anything worse than that it's all right but i like pointless that, that's kind of like in that that's a real good game show quiz show yeah i don't know but, it's not good but that's not like one of those shows like you're thinking more of shows like the one show and little feature shows magazine shows. yeah yeah i, I would don't watch them but they're very, was they're very blue peter was probably more prominent for your your era your generation yeah didn't you, you have it yeah, we had it, but they as um they sort of funked it up a bit. Adam and Joe does do a really good bit on um Blue Peter and how they sort of <laughs> everything's got a music bed, and it's, you've got the negative white space behind the presenters, and it's lost that kind of you know that oldie worldy charm in yeah. the quintessential English Def- uh, people yeah. in tweed and stuff. I remember Anthea Turner being a presenter on. Yeah, like that's how she made it. People know Anthony Turner's a bit of a joke. Like she's not. I'm not criticising her. She owns more than me. But um, she was a presenter on Blue Peter. That's I think. I think so. I think she was like that. So that was my day. So for it, I never made anything from that. I made a few things from Art Attack. That was quite. My fun. cousins made the uh, the Tracy Island was the big thing. Oh Tracy yeah, Island yeah, was yeah. This huge thing, and they made it exactly. So you made stuff from Art Attack. What did you make? Two pints water. Two pints of lager and a packet of crisps. <laughs> Like every, everything was the same it was just paper macheing a balloon or something like that and then popping the inside uh, two parts water to one part PVA that was the that was right. the, the ingredients that always was okay. the thing um, but I, just, I liked Neil Buchanan I thought he was great as a yeah, someone good. I was really interested I really wanted to be an artist actually or like get into art when I was really younger I, I loved scribbling away and drawing and stenciling and tracing things and had quite I've an never known you to do a, a art thing. You're not artistic now, though, are you? You don't. Not have really. Talent. Not now. I mean, I've you? got. You like, told me you did. No, I don't. I, don't like, come out I wouldn't of the sit and draw and stuff. But when I was, um, yeah. I did back then. I think it's because you play a lot of video games, don't you? And you, you've got quite an imagination. Like well, you're really into fantasy movies and things like that, and you were just inspired by all the characters. And I liked. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed just mm. being on my own. Just, I got through so much paper and pencils and felt tips and stuff. I like doodling if I'm on the phone or something. Or, mm. you know. But hey, talking about art, what's art about that? Maybe I could present that. There you go. That's perfect. What's art vehicle. about that? We just yeah. need to get you up. I'll be producer or something. Or I actually think that would have get been. Get me involved. And I think out of all their TV shows, ideas or things that they have and haven't done, I actually think that would have been brilliant TV series to see. Uh, oh, I think... well, he kind of does a bit of it anyway. That's kind of what he does talk about philosophy and rights and passages of things and r- rituals. He does. In the moaning of life, but but I have a whole yeah. series of him just visiting artists. Or they did actually do a thing called a content idiot or something like that. It was a, it was called something different. Someone will correct me, I'm sure. But that was basically where he went to satisfied fool. That's what it was called. Where he chatted to like Jermaine oh, Greer yeah. and Will Self and all these like intellectual thinkers and philosophers and you know authors and stuff. Basically, you know, saying is he. 
is he thick or something like that? Or like, I yeah. just, I don't, I wouldn't have liked to see his art rubbish because, as we know, that's the one. Well, one of the few times during the, this period that I really don't like Ricky because he does it. He does it again about the Lowry. Don't say Lowry, you know. Again, it comes from such an arrogant place, you know. <laughs> and they, he would, he would. Can you imagine? Like, if it was just Carl, but if Ricky was putting input into it too, like idiot abroad, where they were in an office and they mm. were saying that, then I, I wouldn't like that because I, I don't think Ricky would be good directed that but Carl doing it as on his own he, as you say he's basically done it with the amount of stuff he's done he's commented on art but just not as a whole series they've had so many bad ideas life's too short quite frankly could have done without that he just didn't need that That's, if it was uh, one episode long it would have been alright exactly episode, I think was pretty good yeah and if you want to hear our thoughts on our our sort of top favourite you know, Ricky, Steve and Carl projects do head over to Patreon where we did a very quick rundown of all their projects and I selected my favourite ones. But we're going to do a proper yeah. show, but that's on Patreon, so do head over there. How much should people donate if they go to Patreon, Gary, on a monthly basis? Ooh, well, if it's a pound, then <laughs> a, a £1.50 upwards. Just that 50p extra goes to the admin, you know. <laughs> They take about, they scoop about 30p off, you know, every pound we make anyway. So a a good, nice round amount or sort of round is a fiver, but a tenner would be lovely. If you give 50 quid, you, you can basically dictate the whole show. You know, we'll do whole shows based on what you. <laughs> Someone might pay us fifty quid just to stop the show, though. That's yeah, more we'll likely. do that. I'll do that as long as it keeps coming in every month. Um, it'll be easier. There's those cringe that. moments where they're talking about pirate radio. Yeah, regular. Uh, radio but with an eye patch on you just go yeah but ricky's allowed those because it's like he's good so much of the time that it's just he's mm. not gonna can't have a hundred percent hit rate, i know but, but yeah. it's just like it's not cringe it's, for me it's no just, but it's the one like, it's just like the one such a pedestrian thing to say and you're just like oh don't say that <laughs> i just yeah i always just i've got this real fear of people saying like the obvious thing it's just like it becomes a cliche i mean it is a cliche anyway to say that but i've just got such a thing against cliches and just the most obvious thing to say but yeah you're not I, gonna like probably... our live show then because that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> Most of the day. No, it's just it's just one of the I'll I'll allow Ricky that. I allow him. I dict no, I, I say that I dictat that he's fine. Because he's so good so much of the time. Um what other cringe but, lines do you have then? You said there's a few lines you sort of cringe about. Well, there was the bit where it's not so much a line, but it's obviously the Lowry thing. When he's saying about the elephant polo, Ricky can't explain why people need to be on the elephant and he's like no no i'll be like a teacher and i'll ask you why do you think and yeah, i always it's... just think that is such a thing that you say when you don't know the answer and teachers genuinely do do that tactic because i i had i have been yeah, 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 they, yeah you are told to do that to elicit to elicit a response from someone and engage them in a discussion get people talking because that's but not it's your also job. you do it you can also do it to, when you actually don't know the answer when you like, literally don't forget, know. forget out so gary of, i'll ask you i'll ask you Mm. Who was Karl Marx and what is Marxism? <laughs> well, Mars, let me do, see, turn that on you. What do you think Marxism is? What does it mean to you? And then you, you guys, let's have an early lunch. Let's have an early lunch, yeah, okay, shall we? No. Okay. But do you know, there's another moment like that in the show, actually, as well, because it's similar where they say we should get a doctor on. He's like, well, you know, we have a doctor, or whatever. And it's like, how could we prove he's a doctor? That's yeah. really hard because. Anything a doctor would say that that was doc, that was you know, like really clever doctor stuff, you, no, none of them would be able to confirm. So there is no way you can, can actually confirm someone's a doctor by asking them questions unless you're a doctor yourself. And there's things. So, so they don't. Then they're like, 
like a Gornkar, and they're like taking the piss that he can't think of. Yeah. And then Steve's like, we're on the radio. So like, uh, that's having too much of a go. It's like, it's an impossible thing to kind of answer. It's yeah. not weird that Carl kind of takes some, some moments to think of something, you, you know. It's very reasonable. It's unfair to put someone on the spot like that as well. They wouldn't know themselves. I mean, the only answer that, that you could say to that is, well, I'd need to see some sort of credentials. But it's true, yeah, you but, don't ask if they're a doctor. But it's, no, but that's the thing. You Carl's right, but... You can't, like on the radio, just you've only got a voice. Yes, you get them to send in the, some proof or whatever. But no, on the radio, getting them to prove it is really hard because yeah. you're not a doctor. So you won't know doctory things. Mm. So that's the point. I'm definitely not, no. So it's, a, it's similar to the line, the other line where they're, they don't know the answer, but they're kind of putting it on Carl, like on Carl. Like, and Steve's a bit harsh to him there. Like, we're on the radio, speak. It's hard, it's hard to think. Like, I, you know, they're that know. quick. So yeah, I I don't, I'm not happy with that bit. So yeah, there's quite a few. They're adding up these sort of bits mm. that we're not. And I like happy um, with. there are a couple of things that I've tried to find on the internet and I haven't been able to find. Like the most desirable neighbour article. Really sad that I want to see that. <laughs> Who would you rather have as a neighbour to you, Ricky, Steve, or Carl? Well, I would like Ricky because he, as he says, he's quiet. I bet he is quiet. Keeps himself to himself. Mm. But I'd like to have chats with Carl probably more often. I don't imagine he, any of them are too loud, are they? So I think you'd get a little all right as you left the flat and you saw Carl in that alleyway or the, the corridor. Just get all yeah, right. Mr. Miss Mister Forty Two, Miss Forty Two. Just get a letter for Miss Harris. Carl I'll would be his, complaining about. Carl, Carl would be quite good at getting things done, like ringing the council and like, because it's always good to be friends with someone like that. Like you're really, you're a good friend because you're That's good at, to me, because you you know a lot about financial stuff and ringing up the council and getting getting stuff done. And, well, you do, you've got a lot of other good yeah, well, qualities, but that's, that's okay, the best thanks, one. Mate. Cheers, mate. <laughs> no, it's good because I don't know no, anything no, no, no. about that. And then oh, yeah. I got I got a full refund for our accommodation in Edinburgh. Exactly, like, yeah. It took me about twenty emails and phone calls and you know much stress. But What's, do you have any other successful customer service stories of personal triumphs? I've not really been in customer services, so no. But well, like, apart from getting, a, getting a return, return. getting another return. Oh, getting... from my point of view as a customer, yeah. Virgin sent me a box of beers, a huge Did crate they? of beers. Budweiser, yeah. Virgin. No, sorry, not Virgin, Vodafone. So, oh, Vir- Virgin, yeah, it doesn't Virgin matter, Vodafone, gave... they're phones. Virgin, Virgin <laughs> sacked someone because I, oh. I complained. Did they really? I think so, yeah. But they also He's got, super bastard. I also got like £100. Oh, he's terrible. But the guy, <laughs> Vodafone, yeah, they were taking so long to fix the problem, none of them could fix. And they sent me some beers. Just they said, sorry, taking so long. Here's some beers. And also, they gave me a voucher for Pizza Hut, like a card like that you can use. <laughs> so I never strange. used it. I never used it. It's I just did, weird that Vodafone goes, do something, please, this customer. I've got him a 20-pack of Stella. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, but you can imagine the amount I was saying you did to them, and you know, it's like it's weird. The, the whole problem was that I kept getting text messages through to my phone that said, Oh, this is you know, can you set your settings or whatever? You know, when you change your SIM card yeah. or you update, and it just I was getting loads a day 20, 30 a day. Interesting right. story, yeah. I mean, well, I'm just saying, no problem. That's why they sent me th- those beers. I, d- I don't drink the beer. I, I've still got the beers. You've um, some of them. You've had some bad neighbours, though, in the past, haven't you? Oh, God, yeah. I had one playing jungle music. <laughs> Father Ted It was the bass. You feel it. You feel it. But I've got great neighbours there at the moment. I've got yeah. a neighbour. You, do, you don't... You, I don't know how much you want to say about this, Casey Hears, but you've got a, you don't like your neighbours, really. For Your no. neighbours are... 
no and they're not just your neighbors they're your landlords as well you know i just don't it's that thing it's that i think it's an old jack dj i've got nothing against neighbors just don't want them living next door it's just yeah. <laughs> i hate them yeah, i just i hate them I, I just get annoyed with little things i think because i've been living with people for so long now it's it's all started to, i'm just too old for this now i just can't mm. do it anymore and mm. you know it was okay as a student because you kind of had level of tolerance and you were kind of half interested in making an effort and being friends with someone but i remember when we first moved to london i really wanted to make first good first impressions i'd kind of come from a really friendly house share in brighton moved to La- london knocked on someone's door straight away and he went yep all right see ya I was like, after introducing myself, hello, I'm Mike, was it right? And I'm your house, oh, mate. Okay. And that, I, mean, yeah. I would shut the door. I wouldn't do that now, can I just say. Anyway, we had this guy that joined um, the house and he was kind of new in town. He wanted to make some friends. And, uh, how, did and he, was, how did he even know to join your house? Like, because if it's a house, it was just you the, all knew each other. The landlord that was here. Oh, right. That agency, where oh, and, that must anyway, be. he, yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird because you always get anxiety because you never know who they're picking, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he comes around and he's into fashion, he wants to be in a bit of a sort of got some money behind him, whatever. And um, he says, Oh, yeah, maybe on Sunday we can have crepes together. He was because he's French. I was like, Oh, sure, that sounds great. And I never, I'm really bad at committing to things anyway, so I was like, Okay, cool, that sounds great. Totally forgot about it. Totally forgot so that I'd agreed to this breakfast. Oh. Well, what worse than that, I came into the kitchen about an hour later, he'd gone, and there was a stack of crepes oh. with individual foil, like, between the crepes, like, and I oh, just I felt... I felt like oh. an absolute wanker. award-winning wanker. Yeah, yeah, I just felt... I mean, you like, are anyway, when... but that's, that confirms <laughs> just, it. The, the, it's just something I, I get quite I feel quite sad when I look at lonely food do, 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 <laughs> it really do, makes me sad do, do, like so when I see a stack of pancakes I, I bet they were really nice one well, like proper French crepes was it was it pancake day or did you just want to do it no, no it's just a Sunday he just wanted to do it oh, just <laughs> oh well I won't fuck that then no I wouldn't have gone either <laughs> No way. But I just don't go. No, but I've. I mean, no, the, the ones at the moment can't speak too loud, but <laughs> a bit annoying. What? Oh yeah, your neighbours. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah there's, <laughs> there, there's, there's, a, there's just, an issue I'm, with sound and smell. The smell is excuse me, It's just an abattoir, basically. But I've just got. I've got oh, such God. sensitive hair, and like my girlfriend and I want to go to cinema. She's like, I hate going to cinema with you because I, I'm turning my head the whole time. I can hear a pin drop in, in the cinema. I've got very quite refined hearing. Just hear yeah. someone like, you know, Pop just the right. bringing the popcorn to the mouth. The, oh, why do you need to make a noise before the popcorn passes your lips? Surely you can just, yeah. or worse when they're just eating popcorn in half. You've got like one popcorn, like one kernel popped and they go, and they eat half. You, that's some, that's not that big. It's not of a challenging eat. You can yeah. you can eat the whole thing and it'll be done. Do you know, I think I could do about three three at once. Even. Exactly. So why do you and you're like you're looking at this person, you're like, they've got a whole barrel. It's like you are doubling the amount of time it, it is necessary for, for you to finish that. Yeah, and they probably got anyway. it sweet instead of salted. <laughs> Yeah. But that sound, so you yeah, know, that's the worst thing about neighbours is sound. Well, that's why you're working on radio because you've got such good hearing. Yeah, so that's, that's that's true. well, not working well, on radio. Take... I mean, podcasting. When I say radio, got something more to come on that. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I also yeah, want to find the picture in heat. Never been able to find that online. Oh yeah, what did you put in to find it? Uh, Carl Pilkington picture in heat. Oh, just that. Yeah. <laughs> 
okay. I'm surprised that doesn't come up. What are your oh, opinions sorry. on the regular returning features? So songs of phrase, uh, okay, I'll give them songs of yeah, I'll give, I'll give songs of phrase six, uh, sorry, an eight and a half out of ten. I think it's a good yeah. one, quite yeah, funny. So Ricky's reaction's funny, like he likes it. Monkey News, I gave six and a half out of ten. No, I'm not saying it's all right. It's like it's too yeah. just you know, silly. But um, Carlin film, I didn't rate, but I'd give about about six and a half as well. Because Ricky, Ricky doesn't, Ricky doesn't. You know, it's all about Ricky's reaction. I do feel sorry for Carl because he put so much effort into these. Yeah. And sometimes when Ricky doesn't react, it's not kind of worth it. So it's okay. But clever it's again just... uh, in terms of effort that you put in a nine out of ten still uh, every yeah. every time he does it but in terms of how it turned out about six six and a half mm. well one of my favorite songs or phrases is coming up which is gonna my be neighbor, which... my neighbor <laughs> had a horse in a house it is that one that's my favorite because it is because of the ear Lisa Stansfield pathetic it's one of our favorite things to say to each other it's just too my neighbor had a horse in house what was that yeah, no, I'm not. I wasn't impressed with that. Yeah. No, but I was going to say my favourite songs of phrase is well, one of mm. them is coming up for the the live show in which we talk about is Scrooge. Uh, oh, I think yeah. Scrooge is just after Kez, uh, but those two together. So I'm looking yeah. forward to talking talking about that at the live show. That's 12th of December, one to three thirty at the Cock Tavern. <laughs> then we'll also make sure yeah. there's a Facebook event in the uh, description as well, so you can RSVP. So you can ignore that as well, which people do. <laughs> You ignore that, you can ignore this. But yeah, so that's our discussion on the show. I think we'll have a break now, unless mm. you've got anything particular to say. We'll come back. No, I wish I did, but. A few minutes. <laughs> yeah. And we're back. To them, it, it, to them, they just get a little bit of music for that. But we've actually had about like 20, 30 minutes off. Like we don't usually, we're just really just lazy. Anyway, should we come in with our favourite quotes? Let's go. I think, uh, shall I go first or you? Yes. Oh, I don't mind. No, well, you that, go that's, first, you, It's not a question you can answer yes or no to. No, not true. Not true, baby. No <laughs> that was one of mine. That. I know it would be. So, so I think we'd get uh, upwards of 800 people listening. Yeah, that's... that's I mean, there's so many... That's kind of very Brent-like, as yours was. Yeah, it is a Brent... A lot of these favourite quotes are Brent-like, really, which is what makes them so good. Um, This is just... I like the way he says it. Look, I'm too hot. Let's get us outside. Let's get us outside of here. (laughs) (laughs) You love a comedy voice, don't you? Mine is um, from Steve uh, on the universe, on the map of the universe. Big is it? No, <laughs> it's yeah. such a quick thing to say to that. Well, my line, my, I've got my next line is from that as well, and it's my favourite line of it. Is, uh, but if you're that lost... Yeah, it's true. That. It's just such an honest reaction to a map. It's, like, it's not about being lost. It's about the nature of how big... <laughs> <laughs> how small and insignificant the earth is yeah well, he, he the takes thing. the word it's the use of the word map you know we know we mean it in a different way but he goes yeah he takes it as literal meaning of a map that you know not mapping a, something out no. yeah that's because you don't like answering the phone no i just yeah. think it's a better way of doing there's the second time Ricky's said about how much Carl hates actually being a producer. Oh, he said <laughs> and, that more and, times. And, and interacting with the audience, he, he hates it. That's because you yeah. don't. That's true though, because 
I, I mean, I'm sure we've said it before. I, I actually prefer talking to people on the phone, but a lot do of you? people, yeah, that's that's not very much the the modern way of doing it because people people get I anxious do, on the I phone. I do, but I didn't think, yeah, but I didn't think you did. I, I, oh yeah, we talk. No, on the phone. we talk. Oh, on you, the talk phone. you talk on the phone. You talk. If it's a business or something, you don't like talking to them on the phone. If it's a, but you'd prefer if it's. It a depends friend, what it like is. Yeah. If it's a friend, I often find myself when I go because uh, I still be going on my daily walks uh, as I, as I'm working from home, and I just love. I just love talking to people as I'm just walking around the, the, the park. I actually you watch talk some... to people as you walk around the park. You yeah, talk to people it's quite randomly. an obnoxious thing to do, isn't it, though? Just on... I've always been a bit aware that, you know, Bluetooth, there was... I went to see Dear Evan Hansen uh, in the West End, which was very good, can I just say. I, th- I think, actually, our listeners would really appreciate that. There's a lot of stuff out there about mental health, anxiety, that kind of thing. It's really interesting, really good musical if you're into mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, but there was a girl the whole way. It's about an hour into Central from where I live. She was on the mobile on Bluetooth for the whole journey, just so loud and talking about noise yeah. from this episode. Like, yeah. oh, I just really wanted her to get off at every single stop. I think that's such an obnoxious thing to do, to talk loudly yeah. on the, the bus. Well, I've had someone on the bus with me and they were. I was on the top deck, but quite near the back, and they were at the front of the top deck. Oh. So quite far, but what they did... No, worse than just they, they worse than just speaking loudly on a phone call. They had them on speaker, so I could hear no. them. At, on, I swear, and she was so loud, it was so annoying. Yeah. Why Ruined do you want journey. to know someone's like, business as well? This was a journey between Brighton and Eastbourne, which is like an hour, and she oh. was on for like maybe she wasn't on for all of it, but but some of it. Really, yeah, you don't need that to you. Oh, okay. This this is this isn't funny, but I don't know why. <laughs> I just like it. It's just the, the the voice again. It's not a funny voice. Either. She was suddenly going, "Oh, my jumper's itching." Yeah, she's yeah. suddenly oh my jumpers. She does do just, that as well. I know, yeah, but I just, do you still remember that scene from um, that award ceremony, Richard and Judy? If you don't know who Richard and Judy were, they're they're a talk show personalities, but they're actually married, and that was their thing. Uh, and they did like loads of breakfast shows and stuff like that. Richard made these actually. He was in the uh, I'm a Celebrity Jungle, and now he's out yeah. because he just left them. Okay. Um, um, but there was that award ceremony that that bit where her jumper falls or the strap of her t-shirt drops and oh, yeah. her bra's exposed do you remember that yeah i do remember that <laughs> my my bit uh my next quote is but not richard and judy chat here is um this is quite a hard one to get right so i'm going to do my best and then you also tell me there's a place where they grow coffee where the weasels come out and eat the coffee right but they have too much of it vomit and it's all the vomit because it makes the coffee smoother i've got that quote as well but the end bit of it <laughs> And I, I, you're right. Like I so said, I've got, and they sell vomit because it just makes the coffee smoother. It just, yeah, I like that. It just kind of makes the coffee smoother. Like, smoother. It's one of his, it's and one it of is stumbles. actually a fact. So, Copy Luwak is a coffee that consists of partially digested coffee cherries which have been eaten and defecated by the Asian palm civet, which is a type of small mammal and is also called civet. Coffee, so it's nearly on point by Carl. They don't vomit, but they excrete it. Uh, I don't think I quite fancy. No, apparently I've heard it's um, there. Uh, there is an animal where the vomit is what they use as well. So there's some something about going through the body of an animal that makes it like really refreshing or something smoother, pretty smoother. smoother. Um, okay, so okay, that was one of mine. But uh, hey, I've had five kids. Oh, Blook bought one of them a guitar. And I, I like how Ricky goes into that. He's very good at kind of coming up with those sort of things that 
are in those sort of magazines. No one wants that, baby. Just want to get that again because I like saying that too much. Yeah, we said that. But no, it's good. It's a good one. Um, yeah, that though. Yeah, that though. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's a bit similar to. <laughs> that's a bit similar to. Um, that didn't happen. Didn't happen. Didn't, yeah. didn't happen. Didn't happen. Um, yeah. Just the name of the artist. That's all we want. The, just the artist. Just the artist. Just the Carl's artist. getting so annoyed because he puts the work in and <laughs> no one's getting it, which yeah, happens no. a few times of, with um, songs of phrase. Yeah, and I was just going to say about him answering the phone as well. I just remember, quite right, he doesn't want to answer the phone. Can you imagine how busy he is, how much he has to do? Like, like just, you know, to make him and answer can you the imagine phone how well. men- And you've heard a few of the phone calls. They're oh, mentalists God, as well. Mental- yeah, yeah, like our listeners. Um, this, one, I've, <laughs> this one, I've, again, it's, it's so I'm trying to do it in his... You, f- uh, uh, I, I can't, I can't get yeah, it. Yeah, I know, I know. I'll get it exactly. It's where he's uh, saying about the um, the testicles being. Re- yeah. I. That's how I've written it down, but I can't, it's not perfect. But I just he does overreact so, a bit, like, doesn't he? Oh yeah, just a bit. <laughs> that makes it good. Um, I remember Chinese woman eats dirt. That was a yeah, cracker. That's, that's a cracker. Um, for for four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. He's a big box. He's a small fella. It's a big it's box. He's, a small he's so what angry. You... What's that about yeah. that? He's what, so angry. Like, what do you want to do? Compress matter. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, would you buy a car with a duff engine? Is one of oh, my favourite. But I just one. had to. I don't. I feel bad doing it. But oh, do you know? I know what you're going to say. One of your quotes as well. I've said it to you. If you're thinking the same, yeah, one. it's disgusting. <laughs> I've never. It's like I it's can't, like. Yeah, I can't I, say. No, it. I, I did it in a I did it in a voice message as well, which oh. was even worse. Like he... the sort of, if someone was to go through our WhatsApp search history, oh my and God. the sort of comments and the voice messages, you would think they're no. Steve Wright, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would no, think, I'd think you would. I hope. Well, I hope so. That'd be nice. Um, my hey, last on, one this? is um with uh with the ill man. With the, the... I was nearly put that in myself. With the, with the no, it's the pause. He's with just... the, he's, he says with the, and then he goes with the, with the. He's going to say fella, but he doesn't know how to, with the ill man. But he's, he can't. He doesn't know how to describe. But he's seen the. He's seen the film. Like he knows. Yeah, he but you would. How would you say? Because people are sort of PC about that. They don't want to say the person oh, with people um, with autistic. You know. Autistic. <laughs> I was gonna say qualities. Savant, savant, the savant. You could say is in, you know. Yeah. Okay, I've got a couple left. That's right. a rubbish film, by the way, Rayman. Don't know why. I don't it's know. So uh, got all the plaudits and critical acclaim. It's rubbish. Hate that. Is film. it? It's. So, I don't know. I mean, nowadays you look back at that and you go, "That's really strange that you've got <laughs> Dustin Hoffman portraying a person with the ill man, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with autism." And you're just like, "Oh God." I mean, oh. it's true. Um, Kate Winslet's character in extra say you play you play a spastic or a mentor and you're guaranteed to win an oscar yeah did he did he he did win an oscar didn't he yeah he won an oscar it's like well, why miles's film review next week it'll be mine <laughs> i'll do one next week oh raheem yeah it's like the name he comes up with there oh, i was quite raheem. proud of a, t- of a tweet i did during the world cup which was i think raheem had just won raheem oh, sterling oh yeah and yeah. uh did a oh raheem oh that must have gone down well I, I remember. Um, you are going to get a sack for miles later. That's not oh, my favourite quote. So I'm God. just speaking to you there. I what love, is uh, all of that about as well? Those Lord Admiral 
Nelson well, they letters. were. He wrote letters and all Who? those sort of erotic letters to, to, to his lovers that he was with before, but he was on a ship, wasn't it? He said he couldn't. Mm. And then the letters got found and he was like, yes, no pudding. He did say things like that. I haven't read them, but like, oh, I haven't touched even pudding. Like, basically, I haven't had wank one off. Is that genuinely what that means? I haven't wanked off a pod. Yeah, that's it. Of course it is. In those days, it was like, you know, it was like, that's all you could say. You couldn't even, you know... You, you, <laughs> <laughs> polite society and oh, I, wow. I did i did have one like, there's something wrong with you something that's wrong quite, with you quite, i quite liked as well god uh, I that's do, our favorite I do, quotes can i just Go say on. right i want to know where would you think the way ricky says things with that you know uh, that sort of where did that come from where originally just he got that is it just instinct but just yeah but natural. is it do you think? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think so. It's just him. It's not. It it's so, sound like it's but it's natural. so mad that one person can have such an influence. I don't think any per- personality uh, in comedy has had such a greater influence over the way we speak, not just what we say, but the way we say it. Well, certainly and for us, you just feel so, like so, his his personality yeah. is just being validated by us using it in our daily like lexicon, don't don't you? That it's just no, weird. Did, somewhat... I did, no, I do think that's I do think it's it's, it's validating, but it's it's interesting. He obviously had his influences, his comedy influences, his comedy heroes, but I don't think anyone was quite like him. When he does stuff like that, it, you can tell it's not like it's not he's not forcing it. If he was like yeah. copying someone else, he wouldn't be able to do it. But he's so no. Oh, yeah. doing it. It's such a little thing. It doesn't sound like anything, but he's very good at it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's speech. Like we were saying about the vomit, it makes the vomit. It's the vomit. There's something it makes... about it's the it makes that sentence. Just, yeah. it, it just stumble. It's where he d- deliberately sort of stumbles as well. Yeah. That's another like little thing. And it's not like he plans it. Like but for some reason, it that makes it. I still haven't been able to explain that why that makes it funny. But that's you know, shouldn't dissect humor. But yeah, but, um, <laughs> we should we should stop doing this podcast. Well, we then. should. We should <laughs> um, no, exactly. So those um, were our favorite quotes. Do email us in your one spinnerspodcast at gmail.com or spinnerspodcast on the Twitter. We're also available on YouTube. And make sure you do rate, review, and like the podcast wherever you can. Mm. Uh, just help with the algorithms all right um now it's time now it's time for xfm the community this is where you get in touch and we read it out that's basically it and it's got a snappy title as well is it a name of a feature yeah and then we pay 80 quid for a bed for it and then don't use it because no one likes it (laughs) <laughs> we like bought that bed for like 70 80 quid uh let me start off some. with patreon member and loyal listener rob banks hey miles just just to me that one just thought i would say watch supernatural last night he came on at 8 20 and i was sat on the train coming home at 9 25 i can't believe how short it was he gave no mention of london like lots of comics do there was a tiny bit of a heckle when some people were fighting and he couldn't have got back to his script quick enough i do actually believe I, I there is a video that. circulating yeah. isn't there of him yeah, breaking up a that. fight um yeah, a few xfm it. stuff in there actually even some podcast stuff was in there i think i remember him talking about come as you were party and a few other stuff he said little a few times which made me smile as I thought of Carl. Uh, Ricky is a lifelong hero of mine and I was sadly disappointed but not surprised. He had some good gags. I feel like in general it could have just been the jokes he didn't use in humanity. Also the first 20 minutes was just about cancel culture and everything he said got a cheer was like being in a lecture. Now I'm going through Twitter and seeing all the comments about how amazing it was. Yeah. Well, I put on Twitter, what's your favourite Gervais stand-up show? From the first four, from the ones that were available just on DVD. So I did a poll and I think Animals won by 
long way. But I think that's because, well, you've got the poll results there, I think, or you've got something from the poll. But yeah, I can I can imagine that. I'm surprised he only did an hour. Like that's so you, I've seen pictures of not just the fight, but pictures of these stadiums, and people would take a picture of them, and they are they look huge. Like he's done so well. Like forget like the quality of it. I know we I you know I'd have my issues with the quality of it, but just the fact he's playing in those stadiums is is like amazing. Like from where he came from on the eleven o'clock show to filling mm. vast stadiums in place after place after place. I feel like but he has broken some records. I I did see that somewhere that he's broken most records for like most number of tickets sold or most people yeah, come to see him and that, that many amount of venues. But I personally don't like comedians in large arenas such as that. We were just talking about this before. I just, I, I just, I think comedy is one of the few things that is meant to be enjoyed like more intimately. So I don't like it, but I do to Rob's we, point. We've been, of, um, we've seen, you and I have been to see Stuart Lee in a pretty big theatre. But yeah, but I think that's the thing. Like I've been listening to Harry Hill's autobiography this week, which is really great. If you're interested in, the art of stand-up or comedy, uh, that and the Bob Mortimer, they're just so, they're so great, regardless of mm. what you think about Harry Hill, because I know he's quite a divisive figure too. But... Don't judge him on his TV work, I always say. Don't just judge, look, go back to stand-up, which no one's seen. Hardly anyone knows that, so go back to that. If you love it, yeah. you'll love everything. That you... But he was talking about, his, he, he was very inspired by Stuart Lee and vice versa, and saying that how financially it's actually better to play multiple smaller venues, you know, fill them out, you get a you get a larger return, but if someone like Stuart Lee or Harry Hill, they're fully capable of doing a um a big arena like that. They just choose not to. So I always uh, just think it's a bit of a, a hallmark of quality when a comedian gets that big and they do an arena. Like you see it all the time. Like Jack Whitehall, don't rate him. Don't Russell know. Howard, don't don't rate him. Michael McIntyre, all these people are incredibly popular. I don't get it. Even someone like Mickey Flanagan who. I potentially could be interested in or Lee Mack, you know, he's the closest yeah, to Mack's, that, that sort of right, yeah. mainstream comedian that I could probably get on board with. But I just hate it when comedians do these live arena tours. I just think it's just such a hallmark of quality of like hallmark of lack of quality, really. For no, me. but it's I'm not talking of the quality though, but it's just the success. It's just amazing to be able to sell that out. It looks like a rock band, you know, would sell yeah. those tickets. So for a one person to say it is impressive, whatever you think of the quality of it or the theory of sort of doing it in a big arena. Mm. I, I agree with you. The, the way we saw Harry Hill it was like a little, you walk down some Soho stairs. Theater. Like a li- yeah, oh, okay, yeah. And it was like downstairs and they set up like tables, you know, and there's probably about, probably about 75, 80 people there. It's big enough, audience, isn't it? And we were at the back and we, it was just, it was lovely. And it was it's just more democratised, like everyone can afford a ticket. You don't have to pay. I mean, the truth of the matter is you, they charge upwards of, like 60 quid I paid the only the only positive experience of comedy I had a live arena tour was Flight of the Concords which was exceptional and and even then it was only because they were doing just two dates and that was it and you'd be surprised that you think that wouldn't work but it it did actually I mean partly mm. because I just I'm such huge fans of theirs and it did feel a bit of an event they don't tour that much so it was incredible but um just to return right to your poll that you posted so mm. the options were animals politics fame and science that was 47 votes and animals came in on top at 46 percent politics next at 36 science 12 and i have seen that tour and then four percent for fame which surprised me i thought fame would get a lot more love than that i would have said personally i think politics is, is probably the best one i agree someone wrote underneath that he got good by that but like he animals yeah. was a bit too raw and i agree i agreed with that that's comment. it so that's sean wright says politics for me the hitler piece is absolutely 
so well done, making mm. Hitler sound like a naughty schoolboy twiddling his mm. thumbs and looking at the floor, and saw Supernature yeah. live, a solid set, but nothing on his first three stand-ups. And then you've got Lucky Menace says, I enjoyed them all, but I think politics is my favourite because Ricky had done some animals, therefore he was more ready and on form the second time. And personally, I laughed a lot at how well he crafted each subject he tackled in the show. I think it's weird as well because Ricky didn't start out as a stand-up. He'd never done the circuits. He just jumped in. And surprisingly, he was he was very good, wasn't he? He's good, yeah. But not surprisingly, it's not a surprise to me. He's just exactly the sort of person who would be good at stand-up yeah he's a funny guy whatever even now yeah it was quite close then it's just fame was way trailing sort of yeah in the way but clearly you know a lot of people have seen supernature so if you have seen it because it's uh, it's either still touring or it's just or it's got a few still more dates touring. left yeah so yeah. do get us uh do let us know your thoughts actually because that's something maybe we should do a stand-up special sometime in the future on ricky's stand-up that might be quite interesting yeah yeah could do absolutely patreon well you have to go to oh, patreon we... remember to oh. do that hey? that's the sort of thing you'll be getting in 2027 you know, if you, if you sign up now... You'll be dead by then. You'll be dead by then. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. You'll be nothing without me. <laughs> the second... Well, <laughs> please stay alive for the live show. Yeah, I'll try. Um, uh, so your other poll was first series of The Outlaws is out now, so it's time for the head-to-head battle. And you had the choice between The Outlaws or Afterlife. Uh, significantly more votes, 103 this time. <laughs> <laughs> and the outlaws figures. um engagement figures 57 percent uh one that it's was close the outlaws. isn't it close really and 42 close. for afterlife i'm surprised yeah, just... that our listeners like afterlife yeah but are they not necessarily some people just are on the some people listen yeah but, that's true like yeah there's some people saying that afterlife is shit and they hate that and there's some people in the comments who are saying that um the opposite they're saying uh that they didn't they didn't like the outlaws at all. There's some people mm. who didn't like the outlaws. If you got any selection you could read, you don't have to read yeah. more, but Sure. Yeah. So Tramfin and Blade says, Who's vo- who's voted for Afterlife? More depth than cheap as chimps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shay UK says Neither are great shows, to be honest, but the outlaws ended terribly, though I know series two is upcoming. This the stereotypical in the outlaws poor too. Show has potential, but just didn't hit. Afterlife, not great, but definitely the better show. Interesting. Um, and then there's Lone Wolfby, who says, um, haven't even finished out yours yet, but I know it's going to be better than the shit pile that is Afterlife. Some strong yeah. opinions uh, either way. Um, Very strong, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting polls. That's yeah. what I did. I do think The Outlaws is the more rounded show. I don't think it's amazing groundbreaking you know but i think in terms of originality freshness and in everything the full package the writing the cinematography i think it's the better and better directed show actually i think and steve not... didn't steve wasn't the star like as well so he didn't yeah. put himself as the star which i think impacts the directing because you can't mm. i just think to direct and be in the scenes it's not doesn't work so much steve isn't in all the scenes or many mm. of the scenes for the outlaws from what i've seen i, th- I saw recently just just now this is quite recent news but ricky's just confirmed he's going to be in this german tv series playing a version of himself uh not his not something he's written or directed yeah it's just like oh my god mate (laughs) Uh, isn't steve going to be in something german with some serial killer something no so that's gonna be he's gonna no 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 that's been filmed uh it was based on that uh, murderer who who killed men who he met well, on Grinder? Yeah, yeah. Uh, with yeah. Sheridan Smith, I can't remember the name of the serial killer. But yeah, it was I can't. one. <laughs> Sometimes oh, you get those memes that come across and they go, 
Steve's playing the serial killer. All they did was removed his glasses. Yeah, <laughs> they've done you again. Such an a lot of people he's like that. done you. But no, apparently that show's been filmed. It's done. Uh, I think it's ready to go out. I think it's a BBC show. But I know there's been some sort of like not lawsuits, but there's been some legalities and stuff. I'm you know. I don't know exactly what's going on there, but it's right. it's going to be going out. But I can't wait to watch that. Actually, I mean, yeah. obviously, really grim subject matter. But no, if you yeah, think absolutely. Of, um... But the interesting thing with this is this is the first thing that I know of that Steve is doing serious acting in, not comedy. Yeah, that's true. I've never Ricky. I've seen Ricky do serious acting. He did it quite early on in uh, one of the Wire or something. It's in one of those American films. Mm. It's what he did right. But Steve, I've never seen do like a serious thing. This obviously isn't going to be humorous. They're probably. Yeah. Yeah. make it a bit humorous but interesting to see <laughs> bad man good show hopefully um yes, so please. do get in touch with us with your feedback that's spinners podcast at gmail.com spinners podcast on twitter we'd love to hear your stories if you've got any voice notes that you want to send us we'd love to play those also we haven't had a few of them for no, a while no i don't think so no, oh, no right. i don't, don't really want that that's a no from no. gary no go um, on i do want all that really and especially if you've just started listening to the podcast love to know your thoughts uh, or suggestions to make it better. Absolutely. Well, do we? Um, we need to do that. On that, note, to know. on that note, let's do our Detroit Spinners Library. Shall we do that? Uh, yeah, I was listening to um, uh, Status Quo quite a bit. Why are you listening to... You did. You picked editors last week, and editors. now you're picking three chords. That, no, <laughs> now you're picking three chord quo. No, there's a fourth chord in the chorus. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know whether there is. You can listen uh, to rock, it. Well. Rocking all over the world. I was just listening to it. Well, it's not rocking all over the world. I okay. So I was thinking well, I might as well put that in. Yeah, all right. Well, you know, if you enjoy it, it's good, isn't it? Because I've put it in before. Because obviously I put things in that I've put in before all the time. <laughs> and the pool of band and artists is only so big, isn't it? It's not yeah. like this new music coming out on a daily basis that you could pick. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I like all that shh. I... So since I'm since we're here, this is our Spotify playlist. By the way, we're going to put those into, and then you can access it in the link. You haven't said yours yet. Yeah, no, I'm going to do that now, though, aren't I? Ooh, um... Do it then, mate. Do it. I'm um, so I'm going to pick. It's from Dear Evan Hansen, the musical that I saw last night, because I like diverse music. Sasumi. So um... I really thought you were going to say I like diversity then, and try and be. I like, like diversity street. too. Well, we uh, both like diversity. You don't just take that as red. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's called it's the 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 banger from the from the show, the big uh, pre-interval number, and it's called "You Will Be Found," which is a lovely sentiment. And I hope Great. everyone enjoys that. Uh, I like to listen to that. <laughs> straight on that. Oh, we do have fun here, don't we? In that D-Chart Spinners. Um, yes. yes. It's one of us does. Uh, and my fun will continue because I've got to edit this one. So I, listen yeah, I, I'll, I'll listen to it again. Yeah, but I have fun sort of thinking about the editing process. So in a way, I put in as much work. <laughs> so I think about it as it's going on. You know. Anyway, so this is now going to be our last show for a little bit until you... But with the promise... You'll hear the last... We'll, come to the live with, show. Yeah. Please. Basically, yeah, just come, come to London, get down to the cop cabin. Do, do you know what you're like? You're like um, David Brent coming back into the office because, well, he can't stop me out having a drink with you. He wants to have a yeah. drink with me. He wants to have a no, drink. Come on. No, no, no one wants to come to a live podcast. No one wants to see your... And what you've <laughs> you got, what you got to do the slight pause and then, ah? Uh, ah? Uh? Uh? Like, who wants to come to a podcast? Ah? Uh? Yeah, Gary, I'll come to your the live silence. podcast. Great. Well, Miles will have an audience of two at least. No, it'd be good. Yes. With the D-Trust Spinners Christmas party, and that's when... Do you know what they're doing for our Christmas party, by the way? Just a little moan. 
Well, your work you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. So, far, so yeah. they're doing a um. What do you want to do for a Christmas party? You usually just want to have a bit of turkey and some plonkers, right? Well, a, a nice, nice little restaurant with uh, three bottles of wine. At, you know, That's what the normal table. person would say. Something maybe a bit fancier than the wine, maybe a you know yeah. a good quality sparkling wine, or maybe a glass of champagne. Um, well, uh, I don't, but yeah. No, but that's what I would expect. Anyway, we're going to a virtual reality center to play multiplayer computer games. That's so like your industry site. Yeah, but it it would, it sounds that anyway. I'm based in, we're based in uh, East London. This place is in Ealing. Literally, the arse arse end of the. So Ealing's proper West London. Proper West West London. So it's like um, probably about an hour and a half away from where we are. Yeah, I think it's at the end of the, one of the lines. And I can't play line. video games. I'm too old for that nonsense. You'll love it when you get there. You'll be the first I'm not one going. There. They won't I'm be making a stand. You. Oh, you're not going? I'm not going. I'm going to go. They're going to Winter Wonderland. So, hey, I like uh, ice skating and the mulled wine. I'll have to do oh, a bit of that. I hate all that so much. But, yeah, I've done that. I, I, I do too, but I'd rather do that than virtual yeah, yeah, reality. No. I don't I'd rather know, live actually. in real reality and have uh, a mulled wine. Can you imagine me in virtual reality? Struggling as I do in reality. <laughs> Like in virtual reality, maybe it'd be easier for me. I don't know. I think it'll anyway. be a lot worse. <laughs> anyway, that's do you like Christmas... do you like mulled wine by the way? Uh, not really. No, it's too sweet, and you know, okay. you put berries in it and stuff. So that, that, I don't like it, and I would advise our listeners to not have it. But if you want to <laughs> advise them the opposite, you can. But let us know your Christmas party, what's going on for you, and come to the Detroit Spinners Christmas party, which is twelfth of December, the Cop Tavern, Hackney. 1.30, but get there for one if you can, till about three, and we'll get kicked And we'll also make sure that we have a drink with you before and after, because I would love to meet some of you. Yeah, after <laughs> might be a bit better, because we'll be a little bit tense before, I think. But, yeah, no, that's yeah. good. It's all good but stuff. But on, on that point, thank you for listening. Thanks. We appreciate it. That's what I wanted to say. No, I've said, <laughs> don't nod at me. Like I've, got, I've, no, I've said, okay, we'll leave it there. Thanks. See you next week. Not next week. If you're on Patreon, we will. You will see us next week. Uh, the week after, we'll be posting our live show at some point, and then sort of Christmas. We might do a Christmas special special on Christmas Day. We did mm. last year. Did a little recording on Christmas Day. Obviously, we'll have a bit of a Christmas break, and then we'll be back in the new year. So, and actually, we're going to be back in the new year with the show that they're back in the new year with. Wow! It's like we planned this. Yeah. It's like we planned it, which we didn't. We are very lucky because we're shy. Yeah. Especially me. Especially me. Yeah. Um, okay, right. thank you. Take Bye. care. Bye.